Yo, good looks to DreadSock.com for sponsoring this episode of Real Notes. Anyone who has curly or locked hair like me knows how sacred a good hair wrap is. A do-rag, a wave cap, a scarf, a bandana, a bonnet, you name it. DreadSock goes a step beyond the average with silk-based head wraps that offer full protection and frizz control for curls from 2A to 4C. They're made of a blend of breathable materials to help retain hair's moisture and preserve hairstyles enough to ensure a few less trips to the salon, all held down with an elastic band strong enough to withstand even the most aggressive head trips. Whether you wear one to bed or wear one on the go, Dreadsock will have you looking fresh and full. Socks come in all sizes, from shorties for short hair and beginner twists to extra large for the longer locked folks out there. Look, y'all, I've been growing my locks for nearly two decades and have been a loyal Dreadsock customer for 15 years. So when I tell you these shits work, I'm dead ass. Plus, they're an independent black owned business that's worth the time and energy. So, go to dreadsock.com and use promo code CINEMASAI, that's C-I-N-E-M-A-S-A-I, for 10% off your first order. They won't fall off in your sleep, but they will keep you looking fresh. Thanks again to Dreadsock for sponsoring the episode. Now let's keep this shit moving. What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is Atlanta rapper, producer, director, and founder of Awful Records, Father. We spoke about From, Swordfish, The Incredible Mr. Limpet, Dogma, Comedy Central movies, Bad Dreadlock Wigs, The Origins of Awful Records, how he creates like a film director, using AI to augment the oxen-free video, and the creative process behind his last two projects, Young Hot Ebony 2 and Husband 2. Come fuck with us. What's cracking, everybody? Uh, welcome back to Real Notes. Uh, it's officially summer. It's been hot as shit the last, like, for like, oh, like the last week. My fucking, um, my AC broke for a day. I'm still not over it. Everything's good. Everything's fine, though. Um, we're here. We're thriving. Everyone's tan. Um, I'm not complaining. My name's Dylan Green, Cinema Sci. Got a lot of names. Do a lot of shit. Be around. Um, and I'm with somebody today who also is around and has been around and does a lot of things. And, um, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to even think where to start. Fucking rapper, producer, uh, founder of Awful Records. Um, Foot Locker commercial maker, <laughs> um, all type, all types of shit. Um, we got father in the house today. I'm, 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 I'm like, I kind of can't believe I'm saying that, but yeah, we got father here. You know, husband two's out. It's been out for like a week and change, maybe two weeks at this point. No, no, uh, a week, right? A week, a week. Yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. I dropped uh, twenty. Gotcha. Like okay. Yeah. Nah. So. Right. <laughs> but man, thank you. Yeah. And no, I was telling you off camera, but thank you so much for being here. Like I've been a fan for years and it means a lot to have you here. So thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, nah, I, yeah, I feel like, I feel like there's been so much going on over the course of the last like four or five years, not even just, not even just with you, but with all of awful and, you know, like all the projects you've been working on. And um, I just, it's so funny. I just met, um, I just met Arch. Uh, Archibald Slim for the first time in person. We'd known each other for a little while. I think we met oh. uh, maybe like a couple months ago. Yeah, and right, where? yeah, where about? Uh, at um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jeff okay. Weiss threw his thing. 
at, um, yeah, in yeah. Brooklyn and, and, and we were there. Yeah. And I, yeah, you know, I've written about him a couple of times and I've been a fan of his for a while too. So it was nice to like link and connect and all that good shit. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let me, let me ask you the first question I ask everybody who comes on here. Um, okay. What was the last movie or TV show you watched that you had a strong opinion about? Um, strong opinion. Yeah. Um, good or bad. It doesn't matter. Fucking um, I've been watching From. Well, I mean, it's finished now, but I was watching From on uh, well, I watched it on Prime on Prime Video, but I think it's it's on another station, like MGM MGM or some shit. I don't, I can't remember exactly, but I've right, been watching right. From on Prime. You know, you know what, buddy from um, from Claws, and then he was in like The Best Man, and then he was in The Matrix of the Dreads. Forget his name. I never know his name, but I know everything he's in. I haven't started it yet. But I've heard a lot about it. Um, I hear it's pretty scary. I hear children get mauled in it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but, you know, uh, it's, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of like heinous murder from freakish monsters in the forest type, you know, type situation. Um, it's it, like it's it's it started off so strong, and this past season has been fucking losing me, man. Like yeah, I don't know how, how, how many how many seasons in is it? Two. Like first, a good strong first season, and the second season they started dragging their fucking feet. Oh my God, Man, uh, like such a good show, such a good show, and a good lead, like a good lead character. And it's like, I don't know. Second season they got—I won't say they got lazy or anything, but whoever brought on to do the writing that shit was, uh, new bullshit, lollygagging. Damn, that's boof. What um? So like, what do you what do you feel is like the biggest difference between the first and second season in terms of quality? Because like, I mean, I haven't seen it, but like, I'm a more often than not, I'm like a I'm like a journey over the destination type of person. So like, even if it's e- even if it's spoilers, like I'll just like I just yeah, appreciate yeah, the journey there. You know, I'm I'm, sa- I'm the same way. I'm, like, I get sick get spoiled from me all the time. And I'm still like I'm still gonna watch it, and I'm mm-hmm. you know, but I guess all right. The int- I guess you don't really know in the first season, it's scary as shit. You don't know really what's going on. Going into the second season, they still, they take the entire season drawn the hell out, and they never really still explain what was going on in the first place, and then they add on even more shit that's unexplainable. It's very, uh, remember, what was, it's like, it's kind of like Lost was. Remember Lost? Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. Alright, it's kind of like Lost yeah. in, in terms of like they're stuck somewhere. They have no idea how to get out. They don't know what's going on there. What's what's you know? And then they, they throw in all these different leads, kind of be like, "This might be what's happening. This might be what's happening." And then they never explain not a single fuck. In the two seasons so far, they haven't explained anything. And then more shit is coming the second season to kill them, and they haven't even explained the first things came from. And it's just. And they're dragging it too. It's like you know, it's like sometimes some of some of the some of the episodes are like, oh yeah, they're getting you know, bring the murder, baby, let's go. We back in, we back killing again. And then it's like two, three, two, three episodes of just nothing. You know, them building up. They have the worst. I don't know why I even like watching this show because they have the worst cliffhangers I've ever seen. <laughs> like the episodes just end real flat. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like they're building to a cliffhanger. Yeah. Just, it's like it cut. I don't know what it is. It, it's they stop at the wrong part of the nut. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> That's, real. That's real. No, I get it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like it's like they're like built like it's like the nut is about to start and they just 
all right, cliffhanger. And it's like they don't get you to like mid, they don't get you to midway to bust it. It's just it's just like they it's the beginning of the build and then it's like cliffhanger. It's like Damn, that's so cold. I, so, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. But it's good. That's it's, like, like, it's like a good show. It's like it's a good show, but it's I don't know something, something, something is just written slightly bad about it. Damn. So like, that sounds like uh, uh I'm trying, I'm, 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 I'm trying to even think of what I want to say to that. It's just like you're invested clearly, and like that's cool, <laughs> but like. You, you, you know you're invested, and I feel like they're kind of they're kind of stringing you on because you're invested. And exactly. I hate it. I hate it when TV because like you know what you know, because you know, like they build up, time. right? Like right? Like you build you build up the trust and the confidence in the first season, and like there's a difference between like experimenting and being cool and kind of like tweaking shit yeah. to make it to make it better and more interesting, and then just like. Just being like, here's a whole bunch of things that you don't understand, and we're not going to explain it properly and make it engaging. And it's just like, bam, like, okay, it's over now. That's just like that, like, 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 just hearing that makes me depressed, <laughs> honestly. And we're, and we're in a like, we're in an era of television where you might not get that next season. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, like, I'm not even. I'm not sure if they got renewed or not. I, I believe they. I believe they did, but. Either way, it's like there's a small chance that if you lose us, that you you know, then you're ne- we'll never we'll never get to know what happened. I mean, this right. this like the end of this the end of this second season did kind of like it made one of the points like you know in in the in the in the first one, it was kind of like one of the things was like you just gotta die, you know what I'm saying? So one of, one of the people yeah. was going crazy and shit. They were just like you just gotta die, you just die. We all just kill each other, you know, kill ourselves and shit. We'll you know be back in the real world. And that kind of, they kind of, you know, I'll say anything else, but it, come the second season, that's one of the kind of the, the threads that they show, like, maybe that is, in fact, the truth. So that's like, but that's mm. the only thing. It, nothing else made any sense beyond that to me, honestly. But And it's, and, and you know, like, it, it, and like, it really is a difference between shit, just like, it's a difference between, like, a well-told story keeping you in the dark until it's time for you mm-hmm. to know versus like, we have no idea what we're doing. We're just going to yeah. write this episode to episode and just like, it's just going to happen that's, how it does. Like, that's, that's what it feels like sometimes. It's like, they're just, they're themselves going episode to episode. Like, uh, should we tell them now? No, it's not telling them yet. It's not telling them yet. I don't know. I'm tuned. If there's a third season, I'm still tuned in. No, fuck it. Cause you know, I care, I care where the homie, where the homie from uh, the best man is going to end up. You know, <laughs> I want to know what happens. So what's like, his hair look like? Does he still he still got locks or not? Nah, the uh, fucked up pro. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause, cause okay, cause now now that we're on the subject, I like. So I just saw the Bob Marley trailer yesterday for the biopic, and oh, bro is obviously. What would you say? I saw some pics from that. Yeah. Yeah. So so like that's obviously a wig. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah, for sure. And like and like. And like the guy, and, and like homie from the Matrix and the Best Man, I've been like, oh yeah, you guys were terrible too. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, I, just, I remember I that. Just, yo, I've been, I've been thinking about this for the last eighteen hours. Like all lock wigs look bad. All of them look bad. They all Which look bad because like most of like most of the niggas in hip hop and shit, they dress be fake too. But they look, it look real. Right. <laughs> it was like, why can't y'all get that? That 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 in the movie magic, I don't get it. Like, 
<laughs> motherfuckers like motherfuckers die they shit blind, and then you see them next week, and the shit be back black and perfect, like and back like it looked. So it's like we know what they doing, like you know, man, like it's 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 as simple as hell. But you know, you know what it is. It's like you know the movie studios and shit. They don't. They they're not. They're not aware of how that shit works. They probably just throwing these shitty ass wigs on them. Right. Yeah. No, niggas aren't willing to fucking like put lace fronts in the budget. Yeah. And like plugs and shit. <laughs> it's well, just it's on. just not worth it to people, I guess. Because like you know, like you look at that and like I mean like the first thing that came to mind for me was fucking um um god damn uh Shamar Moore and fucking Diary of a Mad Black Woman with the fucking <laughs> with the fucking slick backs. Oh my like yeah. Why would you send someone out the house like that? I, I just, I just don't even know, man. Or uh, Terrence Howard when Terrence Howard had them, uh, them fake ass dreads. Empire. <laughs> yeah, Empire. Boy, boy. I mean, it's so easy. All they gotta do is like, you know, just have them grow out a little mini fro, and then you could just throw them shits in. It's so, it's so simple. Like, come on. I don't, I don't. It's, it's. You know, like it's 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 basic math. I mean, I mean, like I mean, like you and I have great looking hair, so like we're always we're always gonna judge it a little bit. But like you know, yeah, that's yeah. just. That's just ugh. it. It just it just it's like, yeah. Oh, it, it just it just it just makes me sad. It just makes oh. me sad. We know natural man. Yeah. <laughs> um. So shit. Um. Let's run this. Let's run this movie shit all the way back with you, father. Um. What's the first? What's the first movie experience you can remember having? Um. It could be at the theater. It could be at your cousin house. Like the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, going to see Swordfish when I first moved. Wow. When I first moved, all right, yeah. I went to the Magic Johnson Theater when we first, like, my family first moved to, from Mississippi to Georgia. I don't know why that just sticks out. I can't remember any movie experience before this one. Any theater experience. I don't know why. But specifically, because, you know, theater is a little, but I don't remember none of that shit. I don't remember anything until I was, like, I feel like I was probably, like, 11, 10, around this time. Whenever Swordfish, Swordfish came out in, what, like, 2000? Oh, 2000, 2001, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. When Swordfish came out, we went to the Magic Johnson Theater. And and then, you know, oh, yeah, 2001. Yeah. That was right after we moved to Georgia. And we went as a family to see that. You know, you get, you know, Holly Berry's titties and all that, you know, all that shit. That, <laughs> and, you know, him getting, what was he getting? He was, he was, they had, all right, you got to hack this, hack this shit while getting top. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you gotta have walking top from Shawty. You know, I just remember that shit being so hard when I was younger, and then leaving the theater and being like, I have no idea what any of that was. And then for years, being like, I love Swordfish, and then still not knowing what any of that movie is about besides Holly Titties and the man getting top while trying to hack into a computer. Yeah, but, <laughs> Swordfish is probably my first movie theater memory. Damn. So first off. That's a crazy family. That's a crazy family movie event to see. Like, like, yeah. like who, yeah. who, 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 who all was there? Who'd you, who'd you see the movie with? Uh, me, my mom, and my stepdad. Wow, that's yeah. that's like a wow. I um shit. It's crazy because Swordfish is is also like why? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's od. But um. Yo, I think the first time I saw Swordfish must have been I might have been in middle school because I saw it on DVD. And okay. it was at it was at my it was at my homie Steve's crib. Shout out to Steve if he's listening. Um, cause like he had the movie. And the only thing I remember about it to this day is Halle Berry Cities when she's out um yeah. um poolside, 
poolside tanning. Like that was, that was a, yeah, that was a moment for me. Like that, yeah. like, like that stuck out. And that was also, that was also the first uh, non Wolverine role I'd ever seen Hugh Jackman in before. Oh, like, cause like, I only, I only knew him as Wolverine. I don't so, even think like, I even knew, I don't think I realized who Hugh Jackman was when I first seen that movie. Right. Yeah. No, cause, yeah, no, nah, because I was like a little older, so I had already like I had already seen at least the first yeah. two X Men movies since then, and I was like, "Oh shit, Wolverine's in this!" Like, but yeah, because um, when it first X Men came out, and um, that was two thousand or maybe ninety nine. I could be wrong, but I'm not a little right now because I was like, "Was that that was before or after?" Ah, uh, it was right before. Okay, that was two thousand. You're right. Oh, yeah. Damn. Then I then I, I should wow. know. Maybe I just realized as a child. I don't know. Nah, you know it's 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 you know, you know it's 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 all good, <laughs> um, yeah. but so have you have you seen it since? Like how like when was the last time you watched Swordfish? Yeah, oh man, I feel like I have seen it after that because I you know I like to get a more of an understanding. I can't remember. Though. I did watch? I feel like it came on something. It was on streaming somewhere, and I I, I ran it back, but I can't say when. I can't I can't say when. I need I need to watch it again now so I can get what the fuck the plot was. Didn't they yank a bank lot out or something? And they were flying that sure. shit over like Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. We can't recall. And then he, you know, it's something with he, he, you know, he wanted to see his kids. I remember that. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. It's just like little blurbs in my brain. Honestly, at this yeah. point. Damn, and and I'm um, I'm just now realizing one of the reasons I wanted to watch the movie was because I thought someone was gonna turn into a swordfish, and I and 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 I, and I think by like the end of the movie I was like, where's the swordfish? And like some stupid shit like that. Yeah, I can't no. remember. Yeah, I, I also still have no idea why the fuck it's called swordfish. <laughs> like, have been a hacking problem. Yeah, no, they, you know they probably explained it in the movie and everything. Like, I just like <laughs> there was this uh. Oh, it's um, what 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 was the movie with the um the, the white dude who turns into a fish and like goes fights and Bro, like talking about uh where 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 he went to that guy's house and then he slowly turned him to a whale. No, a whale, no, but... no, 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 no. That's um, okay. you're thinking of Tusk. That's the movie where he turns yeah. into like a walrus, right? Yeah, no, I'm thinking yeah. of something. Shit. Um, it was it so so like it was this movie with um. It, it, it was a live action animated hybrid with um it might have been the actor don knotts it's this it, it was uh it, it might have been called like the talented mr ripley or something like that it's like this it's like this like it's like the it, the movie must have been from like the 50s or the 60s he's like the stereotypical like nerdy white dude from all those oh, types of movies cool. and then yeah. like the incredible mr Lynch. There it is, Mr. Limpet. Yeah, Talented Mr. Ripley is a completely different movie. My yeah, so I was like, wait, what? Ripley? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so yeah, like, bro gets, so like he gets turned into an animated fish, and then he goes and fights Nazis. That's what the whole movie's about. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But like, I was, I was thinking that Swordfish is going to be something like that, and it was um, like, not no, that no. <laughs> at well, all. Hell no. <laughs> yeah no i i think yeah that's 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 one i've been meaning to go back and rewatch too because i saw it like i found i found it in, i found it in like a bargain dvd bin at some store when i was younger and i was like this looks weird as fuck i want to watch this and it uh yeah like <laughs> it might i don't think it's one of the ones i would have picked up but I, <laughs> I was a weird kid so oh, yeah, I, yeah. I remember buddy i'm looking at, i'm looking at it now 
I remember the actor. Damn. Is he alive? Nah, I doubt it. Yeah, I, I doubt, doubt it. it. He looked old as shit here. What year? Um, what year the movie came out? Sixty. Sixty-four. Okay, sounds about yeah, right. Sixty-four and Buddy was old as hell right there. So, I, I, I doubt he still was. Yeah, no, I think I, I think oh, he yeah, lived a long right. time, but he. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he lived a long time too, but I think I think he's dead. He's he's dead. Yeah. Two thousand six. He got he gone. Jesus. Um. So growing up, as so, <laughs> like as you get a little older, um, was there? The, do you remember the first time you saw a movie that really kind of like stopped you in your tracks and really like spoke to you in a way that was more than just like ninety minutes of entertainment? Like not even so much in like an artful way, but just like a movie that really just like touched your soul on some like this is movie making type shit like capital m movie all right like 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 this is a like 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 big cinematic like wow like or just like i'm thoroughly entertained um either one honestly because they're both valid yeah Ooh. i'm going to say probably Probably dogma. Ooh. I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say dogma. I remember, I, like I never, I've never watched it on anything else, but it used to come on Comedy Central like several times, like every other week. Dogma would come on, and I would watch it every fucking. I don't know why it was so good to me, but like I don't know. Like I always love, I always love stories where you know, kind of things that are kind of like grounded in reality, but biblical in nature a little bit. You know, like them run into all of these different angels and people that would be normally just, you know, and, and then just being like, really like, oh, looking for God. And, 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 you know, God's on earth. Like, God got beat the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, God, like, God, you know, sometimes, you know, God just steps down to earth and be chilling and kicking it. But somebody caught that nigga in, and, you know, and it turned out it was, um, it was shoddy. It was, uh, fuck. It was shoddy. Uh, uh, I can't remember her name. Me either. It's been so long since I've seen Dogma, but it's Dogma's been a great so long movie. It doesn't come on anything anymore. But right. somebody told me it's on YouTube, so I might run it back. Ooh, all right. Yeah, I might run that. Um, yeah, like how like Summer Hike was Serendipity, Alan Rickman. Because yeah, bruh, it was it was it was so right. fun. That one that one definitely was one of those early ones as a kid where I was like, this, this is cinema. Like, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, fucking um, um, Chris Rock was one of the angels too, right? I believe so. Yeah, and um, yeah, cause, cause yeah, cause one of the one one of the things I always pull is like when they first meet the shit demon, and he just yells like a shit demon, like just yeah. in his fucking Chris Rock voice. But and, it like, was Alanis Alanis Morissette, God, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, no, that was like that was that was know, one of those I, ones from when I was younger. Every time it came on, I'd watch that shit. And then the, you know, Jesus, the the up, Jesus, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm, just like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, great movie, great movie, bro. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is, is that a is that a is that a Silent Bobber? Was that a Silent yeah, Bobber? yeah, yeah, That's, yeah, yeah, uh, Smith, yeah, yeah, Smith, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. That that might have that might have been one of the. F- 
if, if it wasn't the first, it might've actually been the first Kevin Smith movie I ever saw. Cause I think I saw that at another friend's crib and then I saw clerks and yeah. mall rats in college. So like, I think, I think it's the same for me too. I saw dogma first and then later on I saw clerks too before I actually saw mm-hmm. the first clerk. Yeah. Damn. Um, oh man, now, 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 now that we're talking about Clerks 2, I, um, I wish I liked Clerks 2 more, like, as a movie in general. It wasn't that great to me, but, like, the ending where they go back and buy and buy the, and buy the quick stop, and then it oh, goes yeah. back to black and white, and it, it, like, that's, that was, like, that's still one of my favorite closings to a movie ever. They, like, yeah. that, 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 like, damn near made the whole movie worth it to me. I was like, wow, they, True. they, ugh, it, it just, it just, it hit it hit right there in all the good spots yeah. um but yeah man fucking dogma is just like do- yeah no nah, now that i think about it dogma might have been one of the first movies of that kind i'd ever seen that was like a that that was like a comedy that like really dug into like religion in that way and like right. it really it really it really did help me like n- not to say i didn't understand it before because like i because because like i had gone to church as a kid i stopped going to church maybe like four or five years before that but like seeing someone kind of take the piss out of it in that way was no, tight. Not, now that you say that it makes sense why it's on nothing <laughs> <laughs> they probably they probably got that shit the fuck out of there early on they were like no, i'm sure like, bro we don't need people watching this shit like <laughs> no the church is no particular about getting fun of so it kind of makes sense why that shit's only on youtube it's like it was a great movie, and that shit was. Well, I mean, a lot of those early Comedy Central movies I noticed aren't really on anything anymore. Like Hebrew Hammer, you remember that shit? Like Hebrew Hammer, and, like, Hebrew. <laughs> not the Hebrew you know, like, Hammer. Jesus. Yeah, I used to watch. All, like, you know, I guess that's another thing that kind of digs at religion a little bit. Maybe that's why it's not anywhere. But a lot of those early, because I used to love that. That's kind of what I grew up on, like Comedy Central movies. Mm-hmm. That's where I got kind of like a lot of my initial, you know watch time in watching film and shit like that right yeah not yeah not like those uh, yeah just like stuff like yeah so like stuff like dogma and stuff like the hebrew hammer and stuff like uh like down to earth you ever see down to earth before um what's that about what's down to earth about? oh it, it's 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 about um am i thinking of the right movie like, like all i remember yeah, i feel is, like, like i know i know what like like, I feel like I know what movie you're about to talk about. Is it Down to Earth? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's Down to Earth. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a look it up real quick and just make sure I'm. Is that, I'm, is I'm that Chris Brown? Right. Is that is that Chris Brown? Yeah. I'm not I'm Chris no. Brown. Chris Rock. Is that Chris Rock? <laughs> <laughs> um, it might be, but if not, I'm think. It, let me see. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yes. Yeah, no. Down to Earth is the Chris. He Rock goes one. into the, the white He's, man's body, right? Yep, yes, exactly. Yes, that's a good yeah. one. I love that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. 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 No, down to. I'm, I'm tripping. <laughs> Chris, yeah, no, nah, Chris Rock. Chris Rock was kind of like the king of those fucking like Comedy Central yeah. movies at that time, like like stuff like that, mm, and right. I mean, like head. I mean, like Head of State. You know, like Head of State was yeah. a movie I head loved. As a kid. I think I, I think I love my wife. Like, oh, I think I love my wife. I remember Boy, seeing the trailer for that. Like, oh. Yo, that shit had me when I was younger. I was like, oh my god, I'm in love with her, son. Those were. Like those were grown man problems that we did not have at that time. Like <laughs> <laughs> I fully felt first in it. I was like, hell yeah, like oh man. Yeah, fuck your like don't get with the fun bit smoking cigarettes <laughs> in the office. Like that sounds as hell. Oh my god. Yeah, because it was um that was uh Gina Torres and Kerry Washington, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
oh, what a time, man. That that was that was a that was a remake of this French movie from the 70s. I don't remember what it's called, but like I looked it up when I was watching the trailer and it was like this is based on da 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 from whatever 1973 and like I'd never heard of the movie of course, but like it was, you know, like that was my first time being exposed to that story and you know, it was it was great. And oh, like there's good. a yeah, there was a man. Sorry, I'm rambling right now, but like I'm really, I'm really stuck on this shit. Um, there's a scene at the end where he's about to go sleep with Kerry Washington, and yeah. he like has his, and like he has his tie over his head, but like he had the tie up when he would like play with his kid, and he was like looking himself in the mirror while he had that in his on on his head, and he's just like, man, I'm about to go, I'm about to go fuck somebody who's not my wife, but like all I could think about is my kids. It was just like. Once again, like grown men problems we could not yeah. relate to at that time. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I, I, I don't even know if I can go back and watch that because I'd be like, damn, that's real life right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> that's hardcore. I might find it again. We'll see. But yeah. um, yeah, that's just that's just uh, that's just hardcore shit. But um, <laughs> around this time, um, when did music? When did music become capital M music for you? Like, when did it become more than just like background noise and like stuff that you actively invested in? Um, I remember the exact, I can't remember the exact moment, but I know, I know where I was living. So that was, I was in middle, was I middle school? I'm trying to remember. I think I, I think I was like in, no, I would have been back. Mm-mm. Ninth grade? Kind of late for me. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of late. I didn't really start to get into like super into music until I was um, like my like you know my first like memories of like oh this is something I love. You know, it's not something that plays on TV. Like because most before that it was like oh this is on VH1. You know, this like you know the the hits of VH1, MTV, and all that type of shit. Or this is what my mom plays in the right. car on the. But the first time I just sat at a computer and was like, I just find out everything about this genre and everything involved, like spider webbing off into different different things was there. I had really got into Midnight Club 2. Ooh. Oh, the soundtrack from Midnight Club 2 was crazy. Soundtrack from Midnight Club 2 pretty much was the grounding of like my personal interest in music. So a lot of a lot of like dance music and and techno and house and i kind of like got on the internet and i was like what is this you know really in a felix the house cat and shit like that so i'm like what is, what is this and then i was i found a site that's like this is how this spider webs into a million other genres and i would just go through every genre and then listen to all the little micro genres within all of electronic electronica and techno and shit and that was kind of like the beginnings of things and then that kind of as I got older and shit, because I wasn't I wasn't even really, I, you know, I listened to hip hop and shit like that when I was younger, of course, but not kind of not, I wouldn't say like by choice. It was just around me, you know, right. black. So, you know, this, this is the culture. You know what I'm saying? You part of it. But it was never truly a by choice thing. I didn't go out and buy CDs like that. You know, I did own like, you know, I had, you know, my NERD CD, you know, I had like Gorilla CD. That was those are kind of like the only CD that I personally own myself. You know, like you know, at our at that time, like all of us loved that music, but they're like the internet getting into like internet music and shit like that. I would start getting into from there, 
like MySpace remixes and mashups yeah. from around that time period. Kind of even like how like a lot of people, a lot of like young people now, teens and shit, how they're getting into music is through mashups on TikTok. Shit that just does not go together at all. Right. Like, <laughs> and now it does. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, it really don't work. It just, it kind of clashes, but it sounds so fire in your head. I don't know what it is, but it was, I was listening to similar shit when I was younger. It'd be like hip hop mashups with crazy electronic music. I'm like, this is so fire. And then that kind of got me more into because at first I was really in a like fucking, it was like jazz hop and conscious hip hop and shit like that. That was the first things right. that I got into. And then throughout my formative high school years, I would get more into mainstream rap. Then I found Lil Wayne and I was like, holy shit. I've been kind of asleep. You know, it was like one of those one of those nerd awakenings where it's like I've been a dweeb for no reason. Like this is hard as fuck. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, it's hard as fuck. This is so tight. And then going into from there, going into like college, and then me just completely broadening my perspective of of. And then that's you know and that's kind of around for me around the time of two dope boys, the early the early Drake, the early Kendrick Lamar when he was just chaos. And you know, that's kind of my groundings of, and then I, then I then I went back and got into super into nineties hip hop. That's right. when I like like because then, then I heard I, like what happened was I started listening to, like Big L and fucking Wu Tang, and I heard uh, uh, I heard Cuban Links for the first time, mm. like my freshman year or my so- like I think my thing like like after my freshman year yeah after my freshman year of college I heard Cuban Links. And that's when I'll be driving around and like some during the summer and be like, man, fuck, fuck school, fuck school. <laughs> in my head, something like I was like, I can do this. And then I started writing. So I'd be in my job like all day, just like writing rap during the summertime after after hearing Cuban Links for the first time. Right, man, so, fucking mm-hmm. um, like. Like guillotine off Cuban links is like I think the first time I ever heard that they used it they used it in an episode of the Boondocks. It mm. was um it was the one with um the first one with Stink Meter and the dream when Huey's the fucking swordsman and they're fighting. Like that's the first time yeah. I'd ever heard guillotine and I was like and I was like, Yeah, like this is this is my whole personality, like forever right yes. now. Like, it became was, my personality like that shit that album became my personality that whole entire summer. <laughs> Bro. Like that um shit like because i because like i'm trying to because like i'm trying to think about like i had a i had a similar but not a hundred percent the same experience because like because like i was like locked in with rap from the time i was nine like from like middle school up until early high school i was like heavy into crunk i was heavy into like everything Lil john was doing everything fucking just 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 like just like all the fucking like ringtone shit like snap music like soldier boys popping at this time like but then but then I found Nas in a tribe called Quest and Doom. And I just, that was, that was it. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was like the, I was like the snobbiest dude on planet earth for like those four years. And then, you know, like I like, you know, like I wasn't super tapped in with the Wayne Carter three era because I was so like, Oh, that's not the shit. You know, I, I was like, yeah, I, I was, I, I was young old head type shit. It's, 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 it was, it was so silly. And then, you know, I get to college. I hear a lot of mashups. You know, like girl talks popping at that time. So like, oh, like he had that too. Yeah, <laughs> son. Like that, that one, that one album. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like 
the covers like blue and white and it's got like a skeleton on it and there was this one mashup of a ludicrous song with that one phoenix song that everyone knows and like that shit was my everything <laughs> like i used to yeah. listen to that all the time just because but like i um but but yeah but like i had i had like my 90s hip-hop deep dive in high school and then i started to like broaden and expand because like i started out expansive and then i got super duper insular and then i expanded again and <laughs> it just kind of yeah. like it was just kind of like up and down and now i'm here it, it's it's a like especially especially because like the internet was just starting to really like people were really starting to use the internet for real at that time so we were kind of like the guinea pigs for like figuring out how to turn that type of interest in music into like a thing to do on the internet and of course like the blog era and you know it was crazy crazy interesting but but you know it's 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 just it's just nice to be able to confide in somebody else who uh who was uh, unabashedly in the mashups so yeah solidarity yeah no no man that's a fire like it helped me, it helped me uh, branch out, honestly, like hearing, you know, sometimes you got to hear certain things in a different light to really get into it, to learn it and shit like that. People that are so opposed to hip hop music and rap in general, and shit, they just heard it over the sort of, you know, they, 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 they say, you know, people aren't talking about shit, but, you know, put that over the production, that style that you like, and you'd be like, oh, this is so, you know, introspective and shit. Like, you know, it completely changes. They hear, they hear, you know, Hip hop drums and 808s and things like that. And then it's like, this is stupid. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this right. is intellectual music. And it's like, you know, take what this person's saying and put it over this bullshit that you like. And you, you, I'm pretty sure you're going to turn around like automatically. Right. I can't, I can't tell you how many people, like, the first time I heard J Electronica's Act One. Cause like that whole thing's done over the score for John Bryan's Eternal Sunshine. Like yeah. there are people who I knew who, who I knew were not Jack and rap like that, and then they listen to that and they're like, "Oh, this is different." <laughs> like fuck out of here! It's a great project. Like don't get me wrong. The man, the, the he can the, the boy. He put he put shit together is so crazy. Like even the recent shit. Like I was like, nigga, how are you putting? How does your brain think to put these words together like this? Like, you know, yeah, amazing rapper. Yeah, and, uh, J- yeah, no, Jay like special. He's 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 amazing. Yeah. But like, you know, like I don't know. I just always, I always had a really, I just always noticed that coming up because 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 you know, like I went to I went to a PWI, so I was around a lot of white people. But like, you know, it was like I would just start to notice that I would start to notice them gravitating towards certain kinds of rap music. And certain kinds right. of like, you know, like it, 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 that, that, that's just how it is, you know, but it's, it's, it's just always interesting to see that shit play out in real time. You know, like especially like this is like this is like odd future time, too. So like they have like a huge mm-hmm. white fan base and like just watching, you know, like watching that and just, you know, it's just really, really interesting shit to me. I don't know. Right. Like, like right. we lived it. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just weird yeah. to think back the on presen- it. Now. The presentation changes everything. Exactly. Yeah. And tw- yeah. hindsight is always 2020. Um, exactly. But before we move on to the for, um, before we move on to awful, um, is there a uh, was there a period of time when you consciously realized that like music and movies were like or, or rather or, or like yeah no nah, like where like music and movies are two things that complement one another like just like how like a, how like a song can enhance a enhance a movie or how like a or how like an image can enhance the sound like type shit yeah I hope I explained that right. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, I mean, that was like pretty much like when I was kind of on the outs of college, you know, before I, before I just completely dipped out, I was studying film, you know, mm. but I was, I was in class kind of like half in half out. I was doing other shit. I was running around the city, like, you know, you know, just throwing parties, shooting videos and, you know, just helping the homies get their music off the ground and shit. And oh. And during that time period, you know, me looking at the content that they were making and like other people around the city were making, I'm just like, it's not it. I was like, I automatically was like, can y'all make this look like a movie? I want everything to look like I was automatically like, make this look like because a lot, a lot of you know, a lot of people understand it now, and you know, they understand like what lens to use, what camera to use to get that cinematic film quality. But back then especially during the, the coming off the cusp of the area and shit like that. Nobody really was doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like doing like just kind of off the, like making real life feel like cinematic instead of just you shooting with a little handy cam or some shit like that. So yeah. that was, that was my whole take on it during the time period. I was like, can we make the crew make all of our shit feel like, you know, like we're watching, you know, like you're watching something, like you're watching something live action. But I don't know. I, I guess that's kind of like why the initial music videos for awful people were like, oh, this feels like I used, to, I used to be like, it feels like watching Gummo or some shit like or or kids. And I'm like, I never watched that shit, but I'm like, I guess I get it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of real gritty. We're living kind of like shitty, but it looked cinematic quality just because I was like automatically. I was like, how can I get this look for the lowest price? So I grabbed a 50 millimeter, you know what I'm saying? That was like the first, like, I got a camera, the homie, the homie, you know, the homie just like two cameras, you know, off Amazon. He, you know, he finessed, he finessed two of them. And I was like, get the 50 millimeter. It's going to like, trust me. So he gets the 50 and then we automatically started shooting like movie type shit. And it, it looked pristine. But I was like, that's, that's like the, even, even the off logo, which is the, the eye and the mouth. During that time period, before I came up with the name, it was the original name of Awful was like, like sight, sight and sound. Yeah, I believe is what I call it. It was like sight and sound production or some shit like some shit like that. <laughs> sight, sight and sound for you know just my my because had a focus in both worlds, whereas you know a lot of my friends were just on the music side. Right. Damn. Wow. I didn't I didn't realize that. But you saying that makes sense because I mean, like, this is the obvious choice. But like you look at like the look at wrist video and like the look at wrist video, like it looks fantastic. That's one of the first things I remember about watching the video. I'm like, this is like really high quality. Like not to say that like mm -hmm. other people like weren't making shit that look good. But like, you know, like, yeah, yeah like, I was looking at the frame rate and I was like, it feels like I'm watching a movie. And it's just yeah. like y'all. I was, big, I was <laughs> so big in that, too. It would piss me off so much when motherfuckers would shoot and then upload their videos in like 60 frames a second. I'm like, why are you doing that? I was like, like that looks so, and like nobody can see that. Like a lot of people can't understand or see that. And like people would, like a lot of rap videos, if you look at old rap videos from that time period before even, I guess, knew what the fuck they were doing, they'd be uploaded in like, in like 60. And I'm just like, no, drop that down to like, at least, you know, I, I, you know, I do like 24 because that, that looks yeah, the right. most film like to me so i do 24 but at least 30 most people will be uploading some shit because they like people shoot in 60 they can capture slow-mo at the same time but they don't right. drop it back down i was making a huge deal back then even amongst crew because you know sometimes crew just go off and shoot shit 
and you know shoot their own videos and i wouldn't be monitoring or making sure they're doing the shit how i want it to look on the channel and shit would go up i'm just like bro why does this look like this why did you do that why you know and like i was very particular back then about like no please get the frame rate right so it don't crazy as shit on on, on tv you know what i'm saying because I, I was i was so adamant about that did you um did you have like music video influences like did you or were you were you like a hype williams kid or like was there one specific yeah, person yeah. like i want my shit early, early on yeah, very like hype williams like old fucking frail videos and shit like that like I went, I did at a time at a, at a, early on. I wanted it to look like that. I think I even did a video with like with the white borders and shit, like the classic white Williams <laughs> borders. Initially, that's how I wanted stuff to look like real, you know, like oh, like we in like we in Miami, we got the white borders. It's, yeah, you know, exactly, like, exactly. That was that was my definitely my initial my initial influence starting up. I feel like he he bridges that gap early on too. You talking about Pharrell or Hype Williams? Hype Williams. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, really nah. grounded, but film like music videos. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been watching quite a few of them recently, just because like I, he, he was just on my mind, and just like, you know, like I remember when the, um, the video for Griselda's Doctor Birds came out, and I watched yeah. it, and I was like, this is the first time I've seen a Hype Williams video, and I don't even know how long. You know, yeah. and just like like to consider how how much of an icon he is. Like the like Buster's Give Me Some More video is one of my favorite like pieces of visual media ever created. Like right. that, like just just, just like the fisheye lens and like just everything so stylized yeah. and a little demon running around the house with the mom. Like, ugh. I've been, like I've been I just wanting like that so bad. Just need the the you know I don't know it's it's, it's hard to now want to put the budget into things when you don't know how well they'll be received, you know, right. it's not like back in the day where you could just throw money at some things like, you know, you throw money at it and it's going to get the plays because you threw money at it. But now it's like, it's not that easy necessarily. So, right. You know, you know because with that, with shit like that, you got to build sets in the right camera work. Like really it's that set building is everything. That's right. why I like, yeah. you know, I've, been with the, I've been playing with the AI for, for um, videos recently to try and get that quality that I necessarily can get building a set, you know, cause I've, I've been wanting more, you know, fantastical, just looking things, but I'm like, I don't have the bread. I mean, I wouldn't even, even if I had the bread to do it, I wouldn't want to put up all that bread for, to make some shit look like Lord of the Rings, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's, it's like, but I've been kind of bridging that gap that I want using AI. That's what I did for the recent video for Oxenfree. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, I was no, I was gonna ask because I wasn't sure. But yeah. um but, but but yeah, but yeah, like how did that how did that happen? Because like I haven't really I haven't really been tapped in with like how AI could be used for like videos, but like how did yeah. how, how did how did that happen? Walk me through it. So it's all it's all it's all green screen. Um yeah. I I just kind of was very particular about like I knew like what what does well is the fact that I'm in costume, so it's like it's very I look it looks super immersive. It looks like okay, this guy is really he's like he's he's really somewhere some fucking nuclear silo underground or some shit like that. But all of that generated via Midjourney, like every and no part of that of that of those scenes are real. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. Nah. I, yeah. You know, because I saw it right before we hopped on, and I was just, and I was just like, this, like, like, like it, like it looked like a green screen, but I didn't like it looked like different than I'm used to from like green screen work. So I was just yeah. like, how did, how did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. It's all. It's all the power of Mid Journey AI. <laughs> But it came out good because at first when I was like, I was like, because when I had the idea like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, all right, I can make some real crazy fantasy scenes. So can I, can I make this work in video form? And then I was giving it a shot. I'm like, as long as I can figure out how to like match lighting to fit the scene, I was like, it should work. And, you know, luckily it came out because I was, I was skeptical at first too. I was like, eh, I don't know. And I feel like it's like a good showcase of using AI in a way that's like, you're not, you know, because you know a lot, a lot of the hangups I feel like have been, oh, you're just using this to steal people's art, and you know, because you know, yeah. you steal steal art, steal black art, you know, step over musicians, that type of shit, and it's like, nah, there's 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 applications where this is okay to use. You know, I'm not I'm not out here trying to make Drake songs and all that other weird shit niggas is doing. But right. I'm just trying to enhance my art in a way that's not mooching off of somebody else right yeah no and there's definitely ways to do that it's 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 just like it's just like a really difficult tightrope to walk that a lot of people don't even just feel like walking like the easy the easy the easier thing to do would just be to like make something that's just like you know like a perfect example the fucking um uh the marvel secret invasion shit where like the whole the whole intro is like all like that like like they they tried to fucking talk it down they tried to talk it down as like, oh, like we just did it because like that's the nature of the, like no, like it, that, oh, like no. like that shit is so corny no, to me. It, I it looked that. like shit. Like, it looked like, and then it's like it looks like shit. There's ways, right? To, I'm exactly. Like, even then, it's like if y'all really gave a fuck, that would have made it look good at least. Like people might not have been as pissed if it didn't look like shit too. Like it looked like AI shit. Right. Like, it looks like yeah, garbage uh, AI. Right, and, and you, you know your video doesn't look like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, like no, it's like weird, warbly, warping shit that look like it looks like like you know shit in a sewer, just swishing around and forming stuff. And it's like this looks garbage. Like, and the faces yeah. look like I don't know, man. Like that was just, that was such like I'm saying that was a horrible application of it. And people, of course, are going to be pissed. You hired some guys to then hire robots, right? You know? Like, you know? come on now. We didn't, we didn't implement any kind of like. I don't know. So, so, like uh, you gotta, I feel like to make it okay, you need to guide it by hand. You know, at least right. involves, you know, put some kind of real. Like that's why I did. Oh, I generated a background. It was it's realism as well, so it's like it's not stealing an art style. But yeah, I don't know. Like that, that would that just it looks bad. So that's all annoys some people about stuff like that. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's, it's it's just it just makes my skin crawl too. Yeah. Um. But uh shit. I skip that every time. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> like I don't want to see that garbage. Like hell no. I, I haven't even started it yet. Not because of that. I just good. haven't had the it's time. Good. Yeah, it's good. You know, I hear it's cool. I just I just yeah. haven't had the um I yeah. just I, I actually just saw um I just saw Guardians 3 last night, finally. Oh, I, was, I, I want to see it. So it. I loved it. It was great. It it's 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 my favorite one of these since uh Endgame. Like it's is it's it, that it, good. um has it come? Is it is it to streaming yet? Not yet. No. Like no. soon though, because like because yeah. um there were only there were only like two times I I, I saw it at the theater and um okay. so it's about like, to be out of there. 
Yeah, nah. It was it was a decent amount of people in the theater too. I was like kind of surprised. It's like it's been yeah. out for two months, and like man, I went to go I went to go see uh, Ant Man. Like when it came out, my theater boy, I was in there. I was the only nigga in there. Damn. Like, like, a couple came in towards the start of it. So it was like like two other people came in and sat somewhere else. But it was like it was like a it was like a random night. I feel like it was I feel like it was a weekend. It might have been like Sunday. I don't know. But I went like at night on a Sunday, like ten o'clock. Not so. Theater was dead as shit. Damn. So. I mean, like, I, I mean, like Sunday night at ten o'clock. I guess that makes some kind of sense. Yeah. yeah. But like, but, 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 but either way, like, that's like, it's. Yeah. But one, one. I was, I've, I, I, I haven't experienced that shit. Maybe since I was younger, I was, you know, sneaking to a random theater, you know, showing in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week type shit. But right. I'm like, bro, ain't nobody in this bitch. Yeah, no, nah, that shit is weird. It's it's like that happened because like yeah, because like I'm a, like I do a I do a lot of like midweek movies too, and like more often than not, like espe- yeah. especially if it's like a like I saw I saw this joint called Sanctuary, um, uh, must have been like a month ago at this point. Um, really, really wild, crazy. Like it's a like long story short, it's a movie about like a dominatrix and a client who are like having an argument over the course of a movie in a hotel room. Yeah. And it, it's it's crazy. Every, everyone should see it. I loved it. But like, I was maybe one of nine or ten people in the theater. And mind you, this is like a Tuesday night, you know. And as I was, and and, and, and maybe like ten minutes left, I hear a noise in the back of the theater. I turn around. There's a couple fucking in the back of the theater, bro. I swear to God, there was someone. There was a couple fucking in the back of the theater. I didn't even know niggas still did that. They pe- people still do it, bro. Like I and like and like the um the movie kind of ends super abruptly and the credits start. So I get up to leave, and you know I'm thinking like, oh, I need to see, I need to see what's happening here. So like as I'm walking to go out the exit, I look up and they're in like the corner corner, and like I see them, I see them. Shorty's on his lap, and I'm just like, yep, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bruh. They had nah. no idea that movie was about to end. <laughs> That's crazy, fam. They got cam. They like aren't there cameras in theaters? Like people don't give a fuck no more. Honestly, like the theater oh, be man. so like it be that should be so dead. Nobody be paying attention no more. I definitely like when I went to go see, um you know the new Ant Man and shit. It was like two kids in there just doing everything. It was like one kid just in session scan, one kid walking around scanning shit. Actually, what had happened? They left the lights on for like. And nobody came to turn the lights off when the movie oh, came on. Oh shit! So I'm just wow. sitting there, like I'm like, bro. So I walk out and have to go find somebody. Like, hey, can you turn the lights off? It's bright as shit. I can't even see the screen. It was like, yeah, they, they, theater. You know, they, they need fewer and fewer of them shits because this is real dying. Oh, that's so sad. Because yeah. like yeah. I saw, um, um, I saw the new Spider Man, um, like the day it came out because I reviewed the soundtrack. Uh, for Pitchfork, and I, um, I, I mean, I also wanted to see it myself because I, yeah. like, to me, Into the Spider Verse is like the best Spider-Man movie, maybe the best superhero movie ever made. It's fucking incredible. But like, so, 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 like, yeah, no. So I, I was, I was gonna pull up day one anyway. But like, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in the theater. Theater's packed. You know, like everyone's there to see it because right. it's that type of movie. But like, I'm sitting next to this kid who had to. He, he couldn't have been older than like 10, 11, 12 years old. This motherfucker was on his phone watching TikToks the whole movie. 
with no headphones in. He was just watching TikToks while a movie is happening in front of his face. You know, like I, I, I never... I, I never, I never want to sound like the old dude ever. Like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. But that was the first time I'd ever seen someone like, it's a difference between like scrolling your timeline and like watching TikToks yeah. while yeah, the that's happening. That's like, yo. <laughs> it is like, I was, I was, I thought, was, I thought, you know, you'd think they'd enjoy that shit. Like, right. Like, everybody crazy. loves Spider Man. I don't know. Like, yeah. that, that was, that was, Listen, that was a lot to me. Huh. Yeah. Nah, man. Nah. I would have had, I don't know. I might have been like, hey, little, hey, little <laughs> nigga, put that shit up. <laughs> like, bro, I would have been pissed. I would have been fucking pissed, bro. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Real I, family. I was, I was, I was, yeah. It, it, it was, it was like four, it was like four of them. And I think he might have been like the oldest. I don't, oh, okay. Like, I don't think, I, I don't think, I don't think they had an adult with them. Like, it was just like these four. Oh, kids. they probably sent the kids off into the theater and went to go see something that they wanted to go see. Probably yeah, you know it is what it is. But yeah. like that was because cause like cause like bro, I'm a huge proponent of the movie theater. I go to the movies all the time. I got the fucking AMC stubs, A list shit. Like yeah. I I do all of that. Like that's me. So like you know like 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 the theaters are more crowded now than they were you know like sure, last year sure. and shit. But 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 like you know it's 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 definitely not what it was before and yeah. i just because we could go see, you could go see a matinee before and there'd be people there but you go to a matinee now you the only motherfucker in there right which is cool because you know like oh, having great. yeah having a movie theater to yourself is like is yeah. underrated experience honestly yeah like, can't complain can't complain no. it's not yeah. you really can't complain about it. It's, it it is fire but right shit, but, but either yeah. way it's, it's, it's just like I, yeah. I don't know like i'm just i love the experience of like watching i don't know what it is about watching a movie with strangers in the dark but like that shit hits i don't know yeah. what it is but like no 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 i agree i fully agree it's just it's just like like watching well i well i don't want to spoil anything that happened in guardians but like there, there there's 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 guardians is like it gets real sad there's quite a bit of animal violence in it because one of the characters is like a dude who tests on animals. So they oh, really, yeah. really go into that. I think, I've, but I, think like, I've seen, I haven't seen anything, but I've, I noticed that. It's, Ooh. it's crazy. But like, but like I was, but like, I was like sobbing, like in the mid, like, like, like near the end of the movie and like doing that by myself, it, it just wouldn't have felt the same. Like I need, yeah. you know, you, you, like I need to be surrounded by like 16 awkward people just like in seats to be able to like, well, 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 yeah, just it, it was it was it was it was just a good experience. I like like I enjoyed that more watching it in the theater surrounded by strangers than I would have enjoyed it sitting in my bed watching it on my TV, you know, right, right. the first time, I, at least. I'm going to say the same thing about like, you know, watching the um, the last Spider-Man joint. So right. even that and the um, and um, fucking one with all, you know, all the, like, you know, with the, the, the fan service shit with all the Peters and all like. You know, the, yeah, no the way home. Crowd, yeah. You need the crowd reaction for a lot of that to really fully kind of feel immersed in it. Because you know, I, I tried to watch it again at home. Didn't didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Didn't, didn't give as much of a fuck as I did in the theater, being like, "Oh shit!" Like, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck, you know, it's you know, it's 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 a completely different experience. Right, and, and, and it does well, require the, the, a crowd. Absolutely. And one last thing before we move on, I saw the blackening mm-hmm. the day before it came out. And I was maybe one of, well, well, at first I was the only nigga in the theater, like, and like, not even just like the only person, like the only nigga in the theater, but like, but obviously more came and, you know, I'm watching the movie and 
you know, like there weren't as many people in the theater that needed to be there. So I feel like I enjoyed it less than I would have if I was there with like, if I had seen it with like the homies, like it would have been great, you know, right. but like as, as it was, I was like, this was, it, it was fine. You know, like I, I, I wish I'd liked it more, honestly, oh, because basically. I want more, I want more stuff like that to get made and put in theaters. But like I watched it and I was like, this is cool. Like it's it's yeah, fine. On My brother wanted to go see it. He was like, "It's I, yeah, I heard it was good." And I was like, "Yeah, I heard it was good." It just it doesn't it want you know it doesn't have that that draw that thing that makes you like oh I want to see this loud and big you know even though I'm pretty sure it was loud and big but it also yeah. felt like I can watch this on uh, on Prime you know right yeah that's like. That's that's like that's like you have a bunch of your people over for a movie night. Like you're putting that on, you know. Like that's that's yeah. the type of movie it is, you know. But um, damn. Uh, sorry, that was my train of thought. Oh, right. So fucking awful records. Of <laughs> yeah. um, you know, like y'all started it. You started it. Y'all started it in 2011. Um, and of course, you know, like we, you know, you know, like looking back on it now you know, it served as home for some of the most like fun, like left field rap music that was happening like at that time, you know, and of course, like y'all were, y'all were like an incubating spot for people who've, you know, for people who've like gone on to do amazing things like fucking Zach and Tommy Genesis and Playboy Cardi and Key, you know, I I could sit here and list names all day for the people that y'all really like shepherded (laughs) in that way. Um, But like, what did you, you, you know, like, that's like such a, you know, like the legacy of awful is something that I've really been thinking about a lot over the last couple of days. So like, what did you initially have in mind for the label when you founded it in Sunday. 2011? Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Sorry, my son is over here blowing raspberries. No, you're good. Sunday. He's <laughs> in like iPad zone. Um, is, is it coming through a lot? Is it, can, can you hear that? No, no, okay, okay, okay. Um, all right, just give me give me the end of that question one more time. Yeah, yeah. No, what 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 was your initial what was your initial vision like for Awful when you first founded the label? Um, at the time, I guess I wasn't. You know, I was a lot younger, and it was kind of just it was kind of it was feels so freeform back then. It was kind. I guess I was really influenced by like Wu Tang. At the time, you know, yeah. I was kind of felt like I was going to be in my RZA shit and just gathering all the skilled homies like, you know, like we're going on a war and shit. It's like, you good at this, you good at that. I try to keep as versatile as possible, making sure nobody really, like, because we while we all kind of gelled, none of us were exactly the same in any way, shape, or form. We could all self, we were all pretty much self-contained individuals. Anybody could go off and go do what they needed to do without requiring help of anyone else. You know, everybody knew for the most part how to record themselves, shoot a video, you know, find their own producers or produce themselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just kind of wanted to have a real free form collective like that. Like I never even intended for it to be, I never intended it for it to be a kind of normal structured record label, which is I think why when we kind of tried to, tried to, conform it to that it it kind of it just didn't work you know right it didn't really work like that because you know initially it was just like we are this 
doesn't matter if it's on paperwork or not. This is what we are. And you know what I'm saying? And I don't, you know, and yeah. I just had a big thing then about like, I don't want to make money off a thing that I did not work on, you know, directly, even if it is under the, the title of this thing that I own and all that type of shit. It was like, it was just, it was like, it was more, it was more familial, I guess. Right. That's, 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 that's real noble. Like I, you know, like you don't, that, that's not something that I, that's not something that I feel like I would hear from almost anybody else. Like the fact that you were like, I don't want to, I don't want to make money off this thing I didn't work on. Like, that's such a, like, that's such a, that's just such a, that's just such a concept. I don't know. Like you just wouldn't hear anybody else say that. So that really, like, that shows me that you give a shit in a way. About like, 20% everything you do here on, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. Yeah, I just wasn't, I wasn't into that. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, people love you when things are going well, but then say something goes wrong, it's your fault. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah. just, just leave everyone to their devices, I feel like. And either way, it strengthens you know, everybody being able to be free and do what they want strengthens the entire collective, regardless. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. And yeah. yeah, this this ghost entity doesn't need to make money off all of its components if it's just being empowered anyway. Right. Yeah, nah. And you know, like and, and you know, like that's the thing. Like everyone's music that was happening over the course of like, you know, like the second half of uh the second half of the twenty tens, like after look at wrist blew up. And even before that, but just like, you know, it's like, I, you know, like, I just think about like hearing what Abra was doing at the time and hearing what Archie was doing at the time and just like the shit that Zach had going on. And just like, I, you, you know, like I was always just like so intrigued that like, you know, like it, 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 it had always felt loose, but not in like a, but not in a way where it's like, oh, they have no identity. It was like, oh, like they're loose because they're all so different and they're willing to embrace how different they are. And it's just like, it all just kind of like, it felt like, it felt like about, it felt the most. Cause, cause you know, like collectives were like a really big thing back then between odd future pro era fucking, right. I'm not going to list names, but like, you know, just like y'all felt, y'all felt like the loosest, like y'all felt like the loosest and most together <laughs> in, in, yeah, in, yeah. uh, it, it was it was it, it's it's kind of hard to put it into words but like there definitely was definitely the like a, i think like yeah no nah, I, I i would i would i would i would i would agree with that definitely like just like yeah. it was it was like it was just really interesting to see how separate you were as artists but able to be like oh but we're together in like you, you know because like even because like even like odd future they splintered after a while just because, you know, like people grow up and everyone moves on, but like, you know, like y'all two were the ones that felt like everyone was so different, but they fed back into the hole somehow and not in like a traditional way. I I, I really wish I could describe what I'm trying to say better, but it's just like, I I get it. Anybody, anybody that was following us, they get it. You know, they understand. They kind of got the dynamic of two. The early dynamic. Right. Yeah. No, it was like, that was just like such a, that was such a strange time. It's, 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 it's just even weird to be at a point where we're a decade in and like looking back on it, you know, like, it's just weird as fuck, (laughs) you know, but like, you know, know, we've been talking about versatility and like yours and you as a solo artist, like you're, you're just like, you're so unpredictable and just like, 
all over the place in the best possible ways. Like I just never, you know, like I never know what I'm going to get from a father project ever. You know, like sometimes you're going to be like straight ahead rapping. Sometimes you're going to be singing. Sometimes you're going to be doing both at the same time. Like sometimes you're going to drop a project with adult swim. Sometimes you're going to make something that's like, that's like a mesh of shit. Like I'm a piece of shit, you know, like, just like, I'm a like, I remember the first time I heard I'm a piece of shit and just thinking like, like I felt so like, I felt like I felt like every different part of my brain was being worked listening to I'm a piece of shit, you know, like just just because just because like it's so much going on and so many different types of shit like yeah. on one project, like at a time when that wasn't the norm, you know, because like because like doing that the way you did, that wasn't the norm at the time. And, you know, I'm 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 kind of rambling right now, but I guess just like I'm just kind of curious, like walk me through how you approach making like anything like how does like you know like whether you're like directing a music video making a project helping somebody else with theirs like where does where does your process start you uh, i guess all right so i guess initially it starts with what being made in the you know because you know, it, it has to exist it has to exist in in the world it's not in a vacuum so like what is happening right now does everything sound like right now how can yeah. we how can it not sound like that while also piggybacking enough off current sound and trend to where it's not too left, you know, it's yeah. like going, going left, but not going so far out of it to where people are like, this is disgusting, you know? So that's kind of <laughs> where I start initially being like, what, what kind of influence can I draw from that, that I already know and like, and and how can it just, you know, just, just don't do, I, I mean, like soon as like, cause I'll be working on a project where I'll be getting ideas ready for a project, you know, drawing my different influences that, you know, that I've just amassed over the years. Cause you know, that's, that's part of it too. It's like, I just, I just listened to so much music since, you know, those times we were talking about earlier, since I was younger, listening to Midnight Club, you know, listen to the Midnight Club soundtrack, going through my eras of rap, going into Southern rap, going into New York rap, going into, you know, electronica, you know, going to all these places. And then, you know, so I, I go through this Rolodex in my brain of sounds. And I'm just like, so what is the sound right now? And I just pull out of that and see how I can capture current culture while, you know, just being and being ready for the next thing. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes right. I'm a little too on the nose and I'll come, that's what happens like when I'm planning to release something and we're like today it's like it's gone you know what i'm saying like fuck that you know and i move on because sound will have caught up too quickly to the thing that i was working on and then i just i just hate it immediately mm-hmm. like i was because you know for the past couple of years i was working on because i think i think some previous interviews people here and they'll be like oh yeah what, what happened to the you know you're working on us like a, a kind of uh like a goth kind of grungy crossover sound and i'm just like niggas started doing that you know, or at least mm-hmm. I've been hearing it, and I immediately was like, "Ill." I'm glad I didn't do that. It sounds kind of, you know, kind of cheeks. You know, what I'm saying it just, I'm just, I don't really like that anymore. So then I move on to my Rolodex of sounds and try to find something that niggas are not going to be on next. And then I start experimenting, and then you know, I'm enabled to just try and shit out, try and shit out until something sticks, 
And then I'm like, there it is. And then I use that as my my waypoint to then creep, keep creating, creating, creating. And so I have what, you know, is what feels like a project, which usually comes out of nowhere for me. I always be working on a bunch of shit at the same time. And then I'm like, oh, shit. That's a project. This all kind of sounds similar. This feels, feels like uh, an era of me. And then that's when it finally comes out. Hmm. Man. Um, so, you know, like, just like all of that, you, you know, like all, all of that taken into consideration, like how did that, how did that apply to Awful Swim? Because like, swim. that's like, yeah. That was a bit of, that was me stepping out of my normal shit a little bit in terms of how I usually produce most of my music myself. And at that time, I was, that was like the beginning of the relationship with RCA Sony. So I was like, let me, let me kind of take some of the load off my shoulders for this. Cause like I have budget now, you know what I'm saying? Let me bring in other people to help me work on this. So that when that, I feel like that takes the most operation. So with that, I kind of just wanted to get kind of a, not necessarily a poppier sound. I'm not even sure if that project sounds popular rap or not. I haven't gone back and really listened to it in a minute, but that was, that was coming right off of heartthrob. So I know I was trying to lean into that direction. I feel like that, that one project is where kind of like, let's keep it contemporary, you know, let me not try to be too ahead of the sound or too behind the sound and try to go with what could work right this very second. Right. Yeah. No, cause like, Cause like I, um, you know, like, uh, like that was around the time I had first started hearing a lot of Melty Cannon beats and, you know, like Melty Cannon's all over that project. And I think, uh, um, I think, yeah, I mean, like I'd, I'd, I'd go so far as to say that he's like one of like the chief architects of like why adults, uh, um, why Awful Swim sounds the way it sounds. And like, it's just like, y'all, y'all, y'all sounded really great together, like in that context. And it didn't really like, like it sounded like I, yeah, I don't really know that I'd call it like poppy either, but it's definitely like it's definitely more towards the center than yeah. some of your stuff was. But I, but like, but but like, I actually did re-listen to it not too long ago. I really, I still really enjoy that project. Like, it's fun, it's bouncy, it's like, like it still sounds unique. It's like, like I almost, I, I almost feel like that shit. Oh, maybe, maybe this is a reach, but I just thought about it. Like, I see a lot of. I see a lot of like elements that I'm seeing now in like plug music at that time, you know, and like plug wasn't as huge then as it is now. And like, it's, 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 it's like, it's like real subtle. Like there's nothing on there that I would explicitly call. Actually there was, there was a lot of like, I think the bounce, like a lot of the bounce was very plug, even though like you would never think back listening to that project and be like, this is a plug album. Like it's, you know, yeah. Cause like even in my brain, my head is like, it's not, but you're right. The bounce of it was very plug. I think that was that was a lot of Melody kind of influence. A lot of like it was a lot of like SoundCloud as well. I feel like that's a very quintessential like, SoundCloud kind of project. Of mine, probably. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, no, I agree. Like, yeah, yeah, no, especially because like because you know, like Plug's identity is kind of starting to form around them. Like Mexico Drow was already a pretty right. big name at that time, and you know, like he came from SoundCloud. You know, and yeah. like a lot of like, like it's, it's, it's just wild to think about like the amount, like, like the, like just the amount of different kinds of rap music that came from SoundCloud and just like, 
what that inspired is just, you, you, you know, from like plug the Raider clan to y'all like, yeah. And, and just, there's so many different things, but yeah, like, I think like, yeah, like there's just something about like a father project that like I'm tapping into it. And it's just like, I just never know what I'm going to get. Like to this day, I never know what I'm going to get, you know? And like, yeah. you look at a, yeah, man, I just get, I get bored. That's what I think that's really what, that's the main thing that happens. I'll come up with one thing. I'm just like, Hey, I'm going to run with this for the next, the next couple projects. I'm just going to do this style. And then immediately right. I'll sit back down. And I'm just like, fuck that. I'm tired of doing that. Like, because <laughs> like you listen to Young Hot, like it was very much me. Like I want to rap, and then after I finished that, I was like, I'm tired of rapping. I want to kind of go back to melodic shit again a little bit more, while right. incorporating my ability to rap. You know, what I'm saying like, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. I guess I'm right now. I'm trying to reach like a, a convergent. I don't know. Where, where it all like all the things I've done kind of converge in the middle, and I just form this, you know, this 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 opus, this I, I don't know, final identity kind of thing, where it's just it all now exists as once, and I can go in between all the styles at the same time. Right. Yeah. No, I'm actually happy you brought that up because I literally had a thing written down where it's like, yeah, you know, you look at Young High Ebony Two and Husband Two, and it's like those, like they're like such. Like, like, like they're like so close to being polar opposites, just like in terms of tone and style and like technique, you know, like it, it's yeah. it's like I was I was going to ask, like, if you do you ever get tonal whiplash from doing that? But I mean, like you you already kind of said that, like, you kind of get bored and move on. But like, has there ever been a time where you've got like, especially with these two projects, like, did it feel weird for you to just like go and completely switch it up again for no, husband? too? It was completely natural. It was like it is where it's it's where where it's, it's where my brain took me to next. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Once I closed the book on one thing and started moving on to the next, I don't know. I guess it just it really sometimes it doesn't. There there is some crossover time period because you know if you, if you just look at Ableton files, you'll see like between the songs that exist now for that project and the songs for the last project, there is like a middle ground of like it fading of this of the last sound fading into the new sound. And that's a lot of random experimentation going on in between there. And it's just a lot of music that you never hear. That's just on my computer that probably, you know, sometimes I leak, like some of the songs will come out. Like there's, there's a, there's a, there's a few of them. Like I just, I just released one the other day called toddlers. And that was, mm-hmm. that was, that was a song I came up with in between the two projects. And I don't know, I don't think I can tell, but it's kind of like the rap styles of the last one. And then like me kind of leaning into a different kind of style for the, you know, for the current one. But a lot of experimentation goes on in the middle that I guess eventually leads me to the next thing. Cause it usually, but it usually That's comes so, from. Right. That's so cool. Like, I like, like that's, Cause like, cause like, cause like you're talking about it being natural and like, that's not easy to do, you know, like it's, it's, it's not easy to be the kind of artist who like, you never know what they're going to get, what you're going to get next from them. Or like, you don't even know what you're going to get next from yourself. Like, you don't know if you're going to feel, you don't know if you're going to get bored. You don't know if you're going to move on. And, you know, like you said earlier, like you're at a, you know, you know, like it's at a point where it's like, you don't know if people are going to be fully invested in it. And like, that's like, that's like a unique kind of challenge where like you're, you know, like to an extent, you're constantly challenging your audience, you know, like you're, you're you know, like you're challenging their expectations and asking them to expect the unexpected from you. And right. that can be kind of scary. 
you know, yeah. like, or, you or at least I imagine that's kind of scary. You, you lose people along the way. That's real. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've had plenty of, like, I think I like, you know, when I did, when I did um, Young Hot 2, I was like, man, they're going to love this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just kind of classic me. And then, but there was a couple of people, you know, a small handful of people that was like, I hate this direction. And it's like, <laughs> really? And I was like, really? This I'm like, I'm on the flight. These, like, you hear these beats? You hear like, you hear this rapping? Do you hear these lyrics? Like, you're out of your fucking mind. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you lose people along the way when you kind of bounce left, right. You know what I'm saying? You don't keep that sing- singular sound that they're used to. But at the same time, you lose people not changing. So, right. Talk to them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And, like, yeah. and, you know, like as long as you're happy at the end of the day, that's that, that that's yeah. the. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> we love them, but yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Don't listen like, to that song you like on repeat because, you know, I'm probably not going to make the same thing ever again. Like, you know what I'm saying? I move right. on a lot. Yeah, you know, like that can be, you know, like you know, like that idea of just like moving on and not really being in one place like that forever. Like that can be kind of lonely because you know, like it's not very many people are like that, and the people who are are like so over in their own pocket that it's just like, you know, like you've, you know, like you've done, you know, like you've obviously dropped a lot of music. You've helped bring a lot of other music to life, and you've worked on so many different projects and have built. And have built something that's kind of always shifting and always finding a new ground to stand on, which is like really admirable, especially, especially now, especially because like, like I said before, that really wasn't a thing that everyone was doing at the time you started it. And now I kind of feel like that's almost the norm, you know, like, you know, like more, you know, like more often than not. There, you're like now there are more artists who ask their audiences to expect the unexpected, especially rappers. And, (laughs) you know, like it's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's just like a, like like a, like a touchdown. Right. Yeah. No, like Tizo touchdowns, a perfect example. Like he's, you know, you never know what you're going to get from Tizo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I saw, I saw Tizo open for Tyler on his tour last year and just like the set, was it looked like something out of like Weird Al Yankovic's UHF and just like all the different kinds of songs he did and like the way he looks. I got to meet him after and like the yeah. like he's just he's 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 one of a kind, you know, and in, in, in like a way that I think is, you know, like kind of kind of emblematic of the stuff that y'all did with Awful. Like he feels, you know, like he feels very much like he feels very much like a descendant of Awful Records to me, you yeah. know, like in, 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 I mean, in like that not, way. Like when, I, when I when I first seen the um you know, the videos in front of the garage and all that shit. I was like, this look like, you know, I was like, it reminded me of us. And I was like, I naturally kind of, you know, you know so some people might find that shit. was like, oh, what the fuck is he doing? Like, I was immediately like intrigued. I'm like, that's, that's what I was, you know, that's what I always wanted for the click. You know, that kind of, you know, this is, this is exactly what I look for in music and people right. in general. Right. Yeah. No. And it didn't feel like derivative. It just felt like it just had that energy to it, which is like a really hard thing to do, you know? And like, you know, like since, you know, like since we're at the point now where, I mean, like, I mean, like awful was founded in 2011. So it's 12 years old. Um, Look at risk came out in 2014. So that's coming up Mm -hmm. on a decade at this point. Like you've been here, you've been, (laughs) yeah, you've been here a while. So like, you know, like looking back, looking back on the last like 10 plus years, um, you know, like in that spirit, like, what do you think is, what do you think is your most 
important contribution to rap culture? Because I feel like because I feel like you've contributed a lot. But what would you say your most important contributions been like looking back on it? Shit, man. I don't know. I don't think it's even for me to say. I don't I don't I don't really know. I'm not sure. Like, you know, I feel I feel like yeah, it's not it's 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 on, you know, listeners and and other people to say. I can't really say myself. I I don't know, you know, I might think one thing. I don't think anything, you know what I'm saying? I don't think anything in particular. I don't think of myself like so highly to where I'm just like, I am the one sole responsible for the reason why you niggas do this, you know? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't really, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a group. It's kind of like a, you know, a group effort of my era, you know, of anybody that came through during that time period. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Somebody would have to tell me because I have virtually, you know, I, I know what I was doing during that time period, you know, and like, the fucking, you know, thing. All right, you know, one thing that I won't, I won't say I did it, but people, you know, regular consumers and shit, they attribute uh, the the sudden drop. You remember that shit that everybody was doing, like album out tonight, like yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. They, they they attribute that shit to like Beyonce, right? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like that happened because of SoundCloud. That happened because right. of of our era. And underground artists did that because nobody was expecting anything from us ever. So it was just like, right. drop it. Anytime they be like, hey, I'm, I finished the project. Should I promo it? No, drop it. Like, we don't have time to waste. Like, drop that shit right now. Right. It was, it, like, yeah. Like, it, it, was, it, was, it was out of necessity. Exactly. Necessity. Yeah. Like, and plus, it was like my thing about it. My, like, I didn't get it from other artists. I got it from Netflix. You know, I'd be like, oh, man, right. on demand, nigga. As soon as it's like, I don't need to know about it 10 weeks ahead of time. That bitch was just there. I'll be on. I'd be like scrolling. I'm just like, oh, where the fuck that come from? I was just there. I was like that. That ingrained into my head to just put it there immediately. So if you have it, as soon as it's done, put it there. Let them enjoy it immediately with all the extra shit. But people attribute that shit to all of the major, you know, mainstream artists that were doing that. And I'm just like, they didn't create that. It was just some shit right. they started doing because all the niggas was doing it. They weren't being held back by a label telling them to wait six weeks to promo some shit they were like no put it out immediately so yeah that, that's the only that's the only thing i'll say is derivative of me music that right. they yeah no nah. to other people i was like that's fucking crazy like i get that yeah no nah, because yeah. like because because i'm like depending on who you ask like there were older artists who like did that sort of thing but like but like but 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 like we have to understand that like so many of the major artists are looking to people like y'all, like y'all set, y'all set the pace, you, you know, like, especially back then, you know, like yeah. I guarantee you Beyonce and her people were looking at SoundCloud and it wouldn't surprise me if she got that idea from, you know, like it's, it's yeah. like, it's, the way they were it's shooting it's, videos, it, it, like people just, just throw the camera on. I'm going to, I'm going to run to the hotel. That was, that was, okay. come on. <laughs> Come on, fam. We saw all that. Like we, we all saw this in real time. Just because like people were indie artists, they think like we saw this shit happen in real time. It's like niggas just grabbing a camera and that's the music video wherever you bet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Scenes running through a place. Like that was that was the smaller, that was sound out, that was out of one again, like I was saying, it's you say like it's out of necessity. It was that's what we were doing because we were trying to get that shit out there and get it out there quick. And then major artists was like, We have million dollar budgets, but we're gonna shoot our shit like it's some bullshit so people will be like they're you know it's not you know right yeah but yeah, then, yeah. Then the fans attribute it to 
Taylor Swift or whoever is, is huge. So there's like, that's the first time they've seen it. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's all about context and it's all about history, yeah. you know? And like, you know, if you know, you know, if you don't, you don't, it, it's, it's, it's whatever, but like, yeah, it's, 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 you know, like it's important to at least acknowledge like, Hey, you know, like even yeah. like there was something in the air and we put it there, you know, like yeah. regardless, like that's just, you know, facts are facts, you know? Man, last question for you, Father. Um, if your life was a movie, what would it be about? Um, hmm. 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 What would it be about? I guess how it how it how it would be. Like, sure. Yeah. I want to do like I wanted to be like a, like a like you know class black exploitation film. You know, yeah. kind of very very black dynamite. Like you know, come like. <laughs> Just going around and slapping, <laughs> slapping the fuck out of people, beating niggas' asses and shit like that. It's something, something dramatic, like something dramatic like that. I think. Yeah. That's fun, <laughs> man. After my own heart, you know, black. Yeah, yeah like I, I think about it sometimes. I think Black Dynamite might just be my favorite movie of all time. Like yeah, I've been, I, 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 I think I've been like for sure. Like nigga, I've seen it so many times. It's yes, yeah, so so many times. Jesus, yeah. like it's like top, at least I, you know. It's the first one I think to rattle off. I think that it might make it number one. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm, I'm gonna say top. It's for sure top three, if not right. for me. I'm like that. I don't know. That's that. I should have said that one earlier. Actually, over Dogma or whichever one I pick. But that's that's like that's top tier filmmaking right there for me. I could watch that shit a thousand times over. Like, right. Yeah. No. Nah, I I could throw that on at any time and know exactly what the line is and just jump exactly. right in. Like the last. Like like the last ten minutes don't hold up as great as the rest of the movie does. Like 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 as soon as Nick, it doesn't. as soon as Nixon shows up, it's not as it's still good, but yeah. it's not as good. Like like but I mean, like I get the kind of it, it kind of calls back. It calls back to how those movies were back in the day, where it just kind of right. fell apart. It fell. It will fall apart in the last ten minutes. Like what? But right, you know, still strong. It's a strong film. Terrible ending, yeah. but it's you know, yeah, yeah. But it incredible it's, it's 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 so funny man that yeah i, threw that shit before I came in a room like <laughs> you know, i just like that was like when i saw that that was the funniest thing i've seen in my life at that point like and, and you're like yeah. that was once again that was a movie i was watching with the homies i watched that with yeah. like five other people yeah. and like that exactly. amplified the experience like it's it was just it's just like it's a party movie you know like but but it's also a movie you could watch by yourself and it's just funny by itself you know exactly. at least for me it is but like yeah. but yeah like what, what I, just, I, was, I would want to exist in that in that realm. Yeah. God, like yeah, nah. We 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 need we need the we <laughs> we need the father black exploitation western movie. We got it. We we Fuck that's this. that's mm-hmm. I need that. I need. I might, I I might need be a little that. older when it finally happens, but I'm definitely. That's like that's always been somewhere I've wanted to go into. Like I want, I would love to be in an action film, like an indie action film, like not too right. over the top. Like it's just just some guys at a house in a neighborhood and it just turns into the most over the top action film, but it's like just regular niggas. So it's just like, I don't know. Just, I've, I've been trying to make movies like that where it's just like, it's like the, like the, the, the extraness of sailor like murder mystery, but it's just yeah. some niggas in a house. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh damn, who killed the homie? And it's just like, nobody can leave the trap. you like, who right. killed Todrick? Who y'all did it? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some small, you know, just I don't know. I want to do something like that, like the small indie, indie murder mystery, indie 
indie action film so I can just do some explosions and jump out of some shit and flip over and get my ass beat. Like that's, that's the hard. I film. love that. I might that's be four fantastic. by the time it happens, but I would love to try and make it happen. Fuck it, man. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, like Liam Neeson and Jason Statham are still making action movies. If they could do it, so exactly. could you. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the bad man. Yeah, fucking kill it. <laughs> fucking, fucking Denzel's about to make his third expendable, or his third um equalizer movie. And you'll, 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 you'll be fine. You look like you'll dust. Be fine. You'll be fine. You're looking like <laughs> dust right now. Like it's crazy, but he's killing it, killing it, man. Right. Damn. Holy shit, Father. Thank you so much, man. This was. This was the. This was so illuminating and so much fun and just like, yeah, nah, like, yeah, just like I've been, I've been, I've been charting the path for a long time, like really since look at wrist and like, you know, like, like, like the evolution's been dope and the, the work's been great. And I just appreciate what you and awful and like the whole crew stands for. So just like, thanks for your time. It means a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Nah, like it's, 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 yeah, nah, it's really, it's really my pleasure. Let me, let me stop her. Thanks for listening. Shout out to y'all for making it this far. And shout out to all the black people listening too, because y'all really impeccable. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to come through next time. One.